0: Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know, heading into this Monday morning, July 11th. I'm Reagan Knight, and this is The Point from WUFT News. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission has already begun to remove 12 derelict vessels from the waterways of Levy County. I spoke with WUFT's Emily Suluwaga about the removal process, safety concerns, and environmental concerns that these boats impose. So what is a derelict vessel?
1: So I had that question too, like, what is a derelict vessel, right? So the way, because I interviewed Captain Thomas Franklin from from FWC, and he explained to me, well, they're basically these boats, ships, that are wrecked, junked, or substantially dismantled, he said, um, in waters of the state. So that's what a derelict vessel is.
0: Do you know how these boats got there in the first place?
1: So I know the one that I went to go see on Friday, that one in particular was kind of, it was um, because we went to the Gulf Hammock Fishing Club in Levy County and that one they said was at the club, like parked. It wasn't even in the water. It was docked um, there and a hurricane kind of dragged it out in the river. So that's how that one got there. But the other ones, I'm really not sure. I know they just kind of all sink in the the water at some point. So this one in particular on Friday had been there for 20 years, he said. So it was kind of funny because he's like, we're getting rid of this boat. But for some people, it's almost like a landmark.
0: So can you actually see these vessels sticking out of the water?
1: Oh yeah, they're very visible. The one we went to see was, it was pretty big. I think it was a shrimp boat. It used to be a shrimp boat. So it was like pretty big, sticking out of the water. Um, You could tell it had been there for years. Everything was rusted, grown out. Um, But there was 12 vessels. So there was five in Withlacoochee River, six in Cedar Key, and then one in Wakasasa.
0: So what stood out to you the most about this story?
1: Well... I was kind of intrigued by the fact that this project itself just with the 12 vessels cost $286,000 so this is just 12 right so I was. so my question to him was this is a lot of money this has been a process has been years these boats have been here for years what are we doing to prevent it what are the preventative measures well he said that now they're trying to detect these at-risk vessels so basically they're like law enforcement is just issuing citations to boat owners whose vessels like are on the verge of being derelict to require them to fix them or get them out of the water. That way we're not having as many of these problems.
0: So what concerns does the FWC have about these boats?
1: Yeah. So he said it's it's mainly a safety hazard, not just for like the environment and wildlife, but also with boaters he said it's just hazardous because some of them you can't even see they're hard to see because they're sunken in the water so um he just said mainly that it's hazardous um people can get hurt um and for the wildlife itself you know oil spillage all of that bad for the environment
0: what's the removal process like
1: They get these divers to go under the boat to put these bags that are just filled with air to help the boat float. And then after it floats, if it's floating enough, then they just have the boat itself tow it out of the water. If not, then he's like, then we bring a crane in and he's like, or then sometimes it's in pieces. So then we're taking them out by pieces and then it's put on a flatbed and then taken to a landfill cuz they just they trash them at that point.
0: Finally, Emily, let me ask you, what's the time frame on clearing out the remaining vessels? So,
1: these ones the 12, the 12 vessels, he says they're going to get they're going to be out by like the end of the week. So, um, cuz he said they're halfway through now. Now they've gotten six vessels out. So, he's like we're halfway at this point. So, in the next week, we'll have all of them out. He said but the actual process itself of detecting a derelict vessel finding the owner of that vessel fining him um because then the the owner itself has the chance to appeal and say you know my vessel isn't derelict like i shouldn't be getting these fines these citations he said it's a six month process at least to go through paperwork appeals finding owners Basically, like claiming this, be- this boat, this vessel is derelict just takes six months. After that, then the whole process of towing and stuff, he said each and each boat itself is unique. Some take a day, some takes a week. He's like, I can't really tell you how long. It just t- depends on how big the vessel itself is.
0: That was WFT's Emily Suluaga about the Florida Wildlife Conservation and their mission to remove derelict vessels from the waterways of Levy County. Now. Let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. (music) The state of Florida has given the Alachua County School District an overall B grade for its 2021-22 academic year, a slight drop from the last time it received scoring from the Department of Education. According to the Gainesville Sun, the grade keeps Alachua County among the top districts around the state, even though several of its schools performed much worse one of those being Lake Forest Elementary School, which received an F, as well as no middle school in the county received an A grade. So far this summer, Floridians are seeing record levels of seaweed pile up on the Atlantic side of the state. According to News 4 Jacks, the high amounts are starting to cause problems. The Florida Department of Health says the seaweed itself cannot harm you. However, tiny sea creatures that live in the grass can irritate a person's skin. Scientists believe the unprecedented amounts of seaweed are due to both natural and human problems arising from nutrient loading in the Amazon River, warmer ocean temperatures, along with African dust, all fostering record-bloom concentrations. Florida doctors are beginning to receive pediatric COVID-19 vaccines. According to Bay News 9, the recent authorization of all pediatric vaccines from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration are now beginning to arrive in the state. The new shipments are for children aged 6 months to 4 years old. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Reagan Knight, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.